This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. Brought to you, of course, by the good folks at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app for all of your needs. Tomorrow, it'll be a football Friday as we head to a big football weekend and go down the stretch as we head towards the holidays. The uh, playoffs are now in focus, and obviously, we're down the stretch in the NFL season. So the podcast, look for that. It'll be up tomorrow, uh, like always. All right. But first, today, uh, if you see Yankee hats break out all over the city today, if you see people wearing Yankee garb who have put it away for the last couple of months in shame, uh, realize that for those of you who are not Yankee fans, the evil empire has reemerged from the cave. Those down years, those years, those puzzling scratch-your-head years that we have lived through, which culminated with such a poor season last year, a non-eventful season, no postseason, but also a listless, drab regular season, was too much for the Yankee ownership to take, and they have uh, struck back. Now, the Soto trade doesn't complete the picture, but it moves them in a very big direction. The Yankees, and you have heard many of us, including me, scream about the balance or imbalance in the lineup in recent years, which has reached absurd levels with anemic right-handed hitters dotting the Yankee lineup batter after batter as they sunk to the bottom of the categories offensively. I mean, it was hard to watch. It was impossible to watch, as a matter of fact. But now the Yankees have returned to their roots They are aggressive, more aggressive than they have been financially at any time since 2008 when they went big and went whole hog to go to 2009 and were rewarded with a World Series, the last one they've played in, the last one obviously they've won. And remember that year, that despite the newcomers and all they meant, and Other than some of the amazing things like Matsui in the World Series, the reason the Yankees won that year was A-Rod. A-Rod, who has two huge blemishes on his brilliant career, obviously steroids, the other, some anemic performances in the postseason. That year, he was great in the postseason. He carried the Yankees in the postseason. He had 15 runs scored, 18 RBIs. He had 11 extra base hits. He had six home runs, 18 RBIs. I mean, just an incredible performance. And without that, the Yankees don't win. Without him, they don't even get to the World Series. And his performance was a culmination, finally, uh, you know, in the postseason of him delivering. 
But don't ever discard what he brought to the table that year in 2009, which was remembered for bringing in the big pieces and having them perform and changing the Yankee clubhouse for the better. That's what they tried to do that year. And Cash really went out of his way to try and do that because he felt it had become a very old and quiet and kind of nasty clubhouse. So they did change at that time, and they won. But nothing has gone right since, and the Yankees have not been aggressive, especially in terms of finance. And now they are again because Soto is going to add And he is a rental, folks. There's no way around it. And they gave up some live arms, but they didn't give up their big prospects. And I think King's emergence in the rotation, and everyone was very excited about seeing King in the rotation this year, but King's emergence last year probably kept the Yankees from having to give up one of their real jewels as far as everyday prospects. And it could have been Dominguez to get Soto. It wasn't because of King. And now, obviously, the injury probably played something into it, but they get to keep Dominguez, and they get a player who is perfect for Yankee Stadium, has always hit at Yankee Stadium in a very, very small sample, but has hit everywhere. I mean, the guy is a power hitter who gets an incredible number of walks, who has a high on-base percentage, a big slugging percentage, and is one of the premier players in baseball. But now the Yankees have a balance in their lineup, thank God, for the first time in years. And I like Grisham coming over because he gives you defense in center field. He can be Judge's caddy. You're going to have Judge in center. You're going to have Verdugo in left. You're going to have Soto in right most days. Stanton's still here, unfortunately. Listen, I never wanted him from the first day. You know that. And his contract's a big problem, and him in the lineup clogs things up. Because you want to play judge a lot at DH and play Grisham in center field. And Grisham is not an average guy, but he's a big defender. He hits some home runs. He'll hit more at Yankee Stadium. He's left-handed. He's got speed. And you can bat him lead off. The bottom line is he brings something to the table and he's another left-handed piece. And now you have left-handed bats in that lineup where against the righty, the Yankees aren't starting seven right-handed hitters. You know, in the old days, they used to bring guys out of the bullpen who were left-handed to start against the Yankees just so their righties wouldn't have to go through what was a lineup they couldn't get through. Most right-handed pitchers, unless they were very talented, couldn't come to Yankee Stadium in those days and get through five innings without giving up two or three home runs. Because left-handed hitter after left-handed hitter had the groove swing for Yankee Stadium. Now you're going to see left-handed hitters again. Guys who can take dead aim on friendly confines in right field. And you can actually have more left-handed hitters in the lineup against the righty-counting switch hitters then righties for the first time in a couple of years. This team has become terribly right-handed. It drove me crazy how right-handed this team is. Now, the Yankees are going to have to pay Soto in arbitration probably 30 to $32 million this year. They'll do that happily. If they are going to really get Yamamoto, and we'll find that out in the days to come here, and then how big an influence the guys like uh, Matsui and Tanaka might be, the Mets obviously looking to you know, throw a king's ransom at him. 
If they get him, the Yankees are going to blow through all the luxury taxes, all the stages of the luxury taxes, and have a major, major bump in their payroll. But they're going for it. And if they add a Yamamoto, they are going to be in very, very good position to attack. They need to fine-tune a little bit. I don't like certain parts of this team still. You would love to be able to unload Stan. It's not possible. I would get rid of Rodon in a second. Okay, you're not going to get rid of that contract off last year where he, you know, had an ERA almost seven and was just awful in every way. But I don't like anything about him. I would jettison him in a second. King was going to be a very, very interesting piece to watch in that rotation. Now it's not going to happen, but you have Soto. And like I said, Verdugo, Verdugo gives you a professional bat who is a lot better than they had. I mean, last year he had 55 extra base hits. That's going to go up at Yankee Stadium, especially the home run number. He's a 280 hitter. That's, that's a big positive for them. And having some balance back in, not even balance, you know, the Yankees should be in balance to the left side. And remember, the Yankees have always, always, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Cardinals are the three teams that have always featured switch hitters. The Yankees have always featured switch hitters. They had a lot of success from one who came out of Oklahoma, as you might remember. But they have always featured switch hitters. And that adds to it, getting the lefty power back in this team. And now that is there. They have the left-handed power back. They are back to being the Yankees economically. They are back to being the Yankees in the lineup. Yes, they still have some holes. I'm not thrilled with some of the pitching right now. I, I don't like some of the people on this team right now. I jettison a bunch of them, but I, you know, some things you can't do. Obviously, they are going to ignore payroll if they go after Yamamoto. We know that. Now, the guys who are going to attack this sort of thing can only attack it from one place. Hey, he's a rental. He's a Boris client. You have Judge there. You can't pay Soto more than Judge, and Soto's going to want a half a billion dollars. That is where Boris is talking. He is talking half a billion dollars. He is a free agent next year. And he is not going to take a hometown discount. You think he will? With Boris, it's not going to happen. You can forget that. But you know what? That's a story for another day. If they win a World Series this year, even if they get to a World Series this year, you're not going to worry about the Soto part of this yet. You'll worry about that next winter and how it plays out. I would doubt very much with Boros that there will be any serious conversation during the season because Boros would only accept a blowout offer. Anything less, he wouldn't even consider. This is Boros you're talking about, who's got a player who is going to get, if he has a huge year in New York, which he probably will. I mean, this is a guy who comes in in the prime of his career. He could easily hit 50 home runs at Yankee Stadium. That wouldn't even be making a wild statement. He could easily have, you know, over, you know, or at least a top of the league OPS. We expect that. I mean, a guy's a 950 guy for his career. This is a no-brainer. It puts the Yankees back 
back in play as the Yankees. The Bombers have returned. There's some things in the pitching staff I don't like. There's even some things in the bullpen I'm not in love with. And replacing King is not easy. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with Yamamoto. We'll see how that unfolds. And I would think minimum it's going to cost you to, two and change, 240 250 to get him when the Mets are talking about $300 million for Yamamoto. So when he's getting that kind of cash, you got to figure, even if he gives the Yankees a little discount, it's still going to be in the 240 50 range. And that is going to escalate their payroll dramatically. They got, you know, 15 to 17 million in dead money from guys who are gone. Thank God they're gone. They'd like to be able to jettison a couple more, but they can't. I don't think they reasonably can. But they have added to this roster in a way that is, they, it has been crying for. It has been desperately in need of left-handed power. We've been screaming about it for years, and now it has arrived. The guys who have arrived this year, you know, Verdugo, Soto, Grisham, they're all left-handed. Thank God it's va- they, they're getting back to what is supposed to be Yankee basics. Left-handed power and power pitching. That is how it works. And they have finally, finally gotten back there. So I know this is a, you know, puff out your chest day for Yankee fans. And hey, Soto doesn't guarantee them anything. He doesn't guarantee them a division title. He doesn't guarantee them. And now they're going to make the playoffs. Well, they make the playoffs most years anyway. He doesn't guarantee them more than that. Will they you know, have last year's nightmare? No. Will they be a formidable offensive team with the team they have now, adding the pieces they have? Absolutely. That's a nice lineup. It doesn't have a leadoff hitter. I don't like LeMayu as the leadoff hitter. They don't really have one. They can slip Grishman there as a, you know, as a leadoff hitter because of the speed he brings. He doesn't bring everything. He's, not a, he's obviously not a quintessential leadoff hitter, but he has some pop and he has some speed and he's a big time defender. So you can see him in center field a little more than, you know, against right in the pitching. You can see him sometimes playing and judge the aging. Nothing wrong with that. And when you look at the lineup now and you have a healthy Rizzo and you have Verdugo. Okay. And Soto and you have Soto and judge back to back. If you go, Somebody in the leadoff spot, Judge in the two, Soto in the three. It's hard to look at any lineup anywhere that's going to be scarier than that because who's got a scarier one-two punch than that? Judge and Soto back-to-back is as good as it gets in the major leagues. They're two of the four or five best players in the sport. Two of the four or five most dangerous offensive players in, in the sport without any argument. Nobody could argue that. You could argue that they're two of the top three. So it's and they bring righty lefty balance. It's not now. 
a bunch of banjo-hitting, slow, inept, right-handed hitters trying to fend off right-handed starters. I mean, I've been watching that with the Yankees and just sick for years watching it. Thank God I don't have to watch that anymore. There's so many guys who came here and grooved the swing that made them incredibly formidable. You know, you can go down the list. Obviously, Maris took it to an art form. And the three years that he had, you know, 39 homers in 60, 61 homers in 61, 33 homers in 62. He never really approached those heights again. He had injuries after that. They thought he was dogging it. They sent him off to St. Louis where he had two good years, but he didn't hit a lot of home runs. He was made for Yankee Stadium. Also didn't hurt to have Mickey Mantle batting behind him. Remember, this is a guy who hit 61 homers and didn't get intentionally walked once. Think about that. But from him to Bobby Mercer, but other guys like Oscar Gamble, Jim Spencer, go down the line. So many guys who just brought that ability to hit and curve that ball just you know, around the foul pole or eight, 10 rows deep. How many guys have you seen who have turned their righty swing around from the right side and just tried to dunk it into the seats and right? Lefties, think about it. You can groove your swing and all of a sudden you become a home run threat. Would it surprise me if Verdugo goes from 13 to 24 homers? No, it wouldn't. A little adjustment and boom. Because the fly ball, the right, that's hit even decently is a home run at Yankee Stadium. That's all there is to it. There is no ballpark anywhere that is more advantageous to a side than Yankee Stadium is to a left-handed hitter. And the Yankees have been ignoring this year after year. It's just something I never understood until it reached last year where they fell so precipitously as an offensive team that it even shook them up. Now, I don't know if it was fan reaction that made the Yankees move or the fact that they came so close to having a losing season that made them move off the dime this year financially and get back to being the Yankees, but they have done that. Who knows? Maybe they saw signage go down. Maybe they saw the luxury boxes go down. Maybe they saw legends start to go down. Those things would impact them dramatically. They need people to buy the legend seats. They need luxury boxes sold. They need companies to come in and buy signage for big dollars. And the cachet that was to be connected to the Yankees that in this city was magical for so many years because of what they built in the late 90s has waned to the point where it started to hit rock bottom last year. And the Yankees felt compelled, Hal felt compelled to move. And he's in the midst of moving. Get Verdugo, nice little move. Get Soto, big, big move. Sign the prize pitcher, big, big, big move. That, you're, you're two-thirds of the way there. You're not all the way there. Yankees have some issues now in their rotation because King was going to be a big part of it. And I don't trust certain parts of it. 
So they need another pitcher. Now, the resume for Yamamoto is impressive. I'm going to go that these guys have all done their due diligence and they expect him to be that special. So be it. If he's 80% on the dollar, he's going to be special. If he does anything like he's done in the past, he's going to be really special. But he also marks that they are completely back. Soto is a huge stake, and it's brought all the Yankee fans out in celebration. But it's not the completion of the plan. He would love to see a couple of guys jettisoned, see a real bona fide leadoff hitter arrive, but that stuff is pie in the sky. Getting another pitcher is not. Getting a really good pitcher, the jewel of this offseason, would be a great sweep for the Yankees. And Soto's a big move. No one could discount any part of that. And it has clearly energized the base to a level they haven't been to in years. But clearly the Yankees aren't done yet. And let's see what the final product looks like. But this is a big step in the right direction. And the, the fact that they are now the Bronx Bombers again. They have finally, finally admitted their mistake in building this lineup. Cashman was, you know, he dug his heels in about not needing, and he used to argue with me all the time about not needing left-handed power, which I thought was just nonsensical until it finally, finally became such an issue that you see here what he's done, bringing left-handed power, and in essence, one of the great left-handed hitters in the sport into the team and into this lineup, into the fold. The team with his clear superstar. And let's be honest, right now, the last couple of years, Judge has been the best player in baseball. When he's on the field, he's been the best player. I don't think anybody can argue that. But it hasn't meant anything in the postseason. It hasn't meant anything in terms of flying pennants or flying championships. And that's what it's and that's what it's about. So on this December morning, the Yankees are back in play. The Bronx Bombers have returned. It's been a long time coming. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.